Hello and welcome back to Daily Science News with the latest science stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top science stories for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, the first crew of four to take part in a year-long NASA Mars analog mission has reached a milestone of 100 days inside the habitat. They are carrying out various mission activities such as simulated spacewalks, robotic operations, and crop growth. The crew is also simulating Mars' realistic communication delay and periodically sharing images of their experience. In other news, NASA has announced that two upcoming spacewalks outside the International Space Station will feature NASA astronauts. Laurel O'Hara and Andreas Mogensen will be the first-time spacewalkers. Live coverage of the news conference will air on NASA television, the NASA app, and the agency's website. Media interested in participating must contact the Johnson Space Center in Houston. The spacewalks will be the first for both crew members, with the second one lasting approximately six and a half hours. Meanwhile, Bastion Technologies, Inc. is a Hispanic-owned company that supports NASA's missions. They have been recognized for their role in multiple aspects of the Space Launch Program and maintaining an exemplary safety record. George Hernandez, a Hispanic professional, continues to influence his daily work with NASA and Bastion. Next, Glenn High School in Ohio is hosting NASA's Student STEM Events 2023-2024. Students must be enrolled in a school located in Ohio and submit an essay explaining why they want to participate. The event requires a signed principal and counselor acknowledgement and the student essay. Only the first application will be considered if multiple applications are submitted. In other news, the 2023 Nobel Prize in Physics has been awarded to three scientists who created pulses of light so short that they can be used to watch the inner workings of atoms. Pierre Agostini, Ferenc Krauss, and Anne Lillier will share the prize for devising a way to generate pulses so short they are measured in attoseconds. Meanwhile, the primordial hum from the beginning of the universe, known as baryon acoustic oscillations, has been translated into audible frequencies. The sound waves were formed as particles in the early universe began to be pulled together by gravity. The Planck Space Telescope was able to pick up echoes of BOs, and scientists have been able to create a sound file from them. Also, the James Webb Telescope's observations of galaxies at the dawn of time may have an explanation. A team of researchers suggests that the galaxies could just be unusually bright and that stars at this early time could have formed in sudden, rapid bursts. More precise readings of the galaxies are needed to confirm this theory. Next, a massive, never-before-seen, long-necked Titan dinosaur was unearthed in Spain roughly 122 million years ago. The newly identified species, named Garumbatitan moralensis, was one of the most primitive sauropods in the subgroup Somphospondyli. The discovery of this primitive Somphondylan hints that Europe could be where they first roamed, but more evidence is needed to prove this. In other news, 
Stanford medicine researchers have discovered that there are neighborhoods of different cell types in the gut that cooperate to digest food and protect against infection. They created a new ultra-high-resolution map of these neighborhoods based on the relative abundance of each cell type. The maps were intended to be a reference for a healthy intestine and can be used to study various diseases. Also, a new study suggests that the largest stone in Stonehenge's inner circle, known as the Altar Stone, may have come from farther afield than its neighboring monoliths. The stone likely came from a completely different location, possibly an unknown quarry in northern Britain. The characterization of this stone as a bluestone is now up for debate. Meanwhile, a researcher from the Quadrum Institute Bioscience has responded to an article defending ultra-processed foods. The researcher argues that the definition of ultra-processed foods is generic and not based on current scientific evidence. Next, Dr. Gianluca Grimalda, an environmental campaigner, was threatened with the sack by his employer after refusing to fly back to Germany from the Solomon Islands archipelago. Instead, he plans to make the return trip to Europe entirely without flying. Supporters believe the employer is using this opportunity to retaliate against him for his participation in climate protests. Lastly, a cloud of Canadian wildfire smoke smothered most of Florida, adding the state to a list of United States states affected by a historic season of flames up north. The smoke originated in British Columbia and Alberta, and traveled thousands of miles to eastern Canada before being dragged southward. This year qualifies as the worst on record for wildfire smoke exposure in the United States per person, and researchers expect smoke to increase as wildfires become more likely and more intense due to climate change. Our top science stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Lifestyle News, and Daily World News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.